Good morning and welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita and today is Monday, December the 5th. 2022. As always, I give God thanks for you, for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places, and things that he has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. I want to say to you that I am not in my hometown, so my time is not the same. So I'm getting on between the hour of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. to where I am. So this is probably going to be a little later for you. And for that, I apologize. I didn't take into account the time difference. So today and tomorrow, It will appear as if I'm coming on later because I'm not in um, Indiana. So I apologize for that. Um, But today we are reading uh, Proverbs chapter 5 because it is the fifth day of December. If you are not aware, if this is your first time listening or you haven't listened in a while, I want you to join us through the month of December as we read and meditate on a Proverbs a day. 31 days of Proverbs. 31 days in December. It is important that you read and you meditate on the word on Saturday and Sunday on your own. I originally thought that I'd be able to get on and then I had a a traveling time this weekend. And so uh, it was not conducive for me to get on. So I'm going to trust you that you will get on and you will continue your days on over the weekend, and then we will come back together on Monday. So hopefully you read Proverbs 3 and 4. If not, it's never too late. You can go back, listen to the word, get caught up. But today we're praying and discussing Proverbs 5. Proverbs 5 is deep, y'all, because it talks about the adulterous woman. It talks about avoiding an immoral woman, a woman who does not have any morals. And Some of us may have found ourselves in the situation of the adulterous woman or the immoral woman. Some of us may be in that situation now. I pray that if you read Proverbs chapter 5, you will quickly, and hear me clearly, quickly get out of that situation. If you are a man who is involved with a married woman or you yourself are married, I pray that you would remove yourself quickly and get out of there as as fast as you can. Why do I say that? Because the word of God is truth. The word of God stands forever and God is not a liar. See, we can't take the word of God and just um, talk about, oh, I'm blessed. Oh, I'm prosperous. Oh, the Lord is going to provide. Oh, the Lord. And so we get excited about those things. But when it comes to things like this, when it comes to the word that cuts, when it comes to the word that prunes, when it comes to the word that is sent to uproot that is within us, we want to, I'm not listening to that. We have to be careful of those things. Remember, the word is sharper than a two-edged sword, meaning it cuts both ways. And so we have to meditate on that and think about that and reflect. And we have to flee from sin. We have to flee from sin. So when it comes to um, the book of Proverbs chapter 5, what was interesting to me, and I've read this chapter many a times, is that only verses one through six are focused on the woman. That's it. 
verses 7 through 23 are focused on the man. And I say that because that takes us to the accountability that a man has to get this thing right for his family, to get these things right in relationships. It doesn't excuse women. The word doesn't excuse women. In fact, verses Five through six talks about her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave for she cares nothing about the path to life. She staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. But again, it says that the woman doesn't realize it. Proverbs five starts out with my son. Pay attention to my wisdom. My son, meaning the male in this, right? The female and male here, my son, pay attention. So even chapters one and two aren't even really talking about the woman. It talks about my son where calling attention to the man in this. Verses three through six are focused on the woman about the sweetness of her lips. But later they are bitter as poison. If you have sons, if you have husbands, fathers, uncles, nephews, cousins, pray for them. Lift them up. This is about them falling into temptation. Not that they won't be tempted, but it's them falling into it. Then when it starts verses 7 through 23, it talks about. What what will happen to the man if he doesn't listen? And the Bible is clear. Again, seven. So now my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I am about to say. Stay away from her. Don't go near the door house. Those are exclamation points. As, as if Solomon is shouting this out. Don't you do it, man of God. Don't you do it. Then he goes on to say, if you do, so if you make that choice, man of God, not to listen, if you make that choice not to stop what you're doing and repent, if you make that choice that your way is better than God's way, you must be sure of what the Bible says. He goes on to say, you will lose your honor. And you will lose to merciless people all you have achieved because everybody is not going to bless your mess. There's a scandal right now going on with Good Morning America and the two co-anchors and how they left their spouses to now be together. Pray for them. We're not judging and we're not condemning. Somebody could say, Danita, it sounds like you're judging. I'm telling you what the word of God says. See, that's where we get it mixed up. When we say you're judging, only God can judge me. I'm just telling you what the word of God says. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at the word. But see, you're not going to dare get mad at God. So what we do is we blame people for telling us what the word of God says. I'm not saying this. I'm reading you what the word of God says. Then the Bible goes on to say strangers will consume your wealth and someone else will enjoy the fruit of your labor. In the end, 
Check this out. In the end, you will groan in anguish when disease consumes your body. In the end. See, a lot of people, and Ecclesiastes talks about this, right? Ecclesiastes talks about why other people kind of repeat what other people are doing because the because the Bible says that it's because they don't see um, consequences. They don't see swift consequences. So they think there aren't any. But it says in the end, you will groan in anguish in the end. Meaning when it's all over, when it's all said and done, after you've had a ball, after you've showed your behind, after you have um, not listen and been adamant about list, not listening. Why does it say, why do I say being adamant? Because it says in the end, you will groan in anguish when disease consumes your body. You will say how I hated discipline. If only I had not ignored all the warnings. See, when people fall into these relationships, there are warnings. There are warnings. People will say, are you okay? Is everything all right in your marriage? Are you having an affair? Or people will come and say, mm, don't do that. Or you'll watch things on TV that will remind you of the situation you're in. Those are warnings. Sometimes even friends that you trust who have done the same thing that you've done, they will come to you and say, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. But will you take heed? But the Bible says in the end, you will groan in anguish. Then it goes on to say, drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife, man of God. It says, why spill the water of your springs in the streets having sex with just anyone? You should reserve it for yourselves. Never share it with strangers. Why? Because the immoral woman is a strange woman. She's not your wife. She's a strange woman. Then it goes on to say, let the fountain of your of your wife let the let your wife be a fountain of blessing for you rejoice in the wife of your youth let her breast satisfy you at all times why be captivated by my son by an immoral woman or fondle the breast of a promiscuous woman the bible calls her promiscuous the bible calls her immoral the Bible, women, if it is us, the Bible calls us immoral. The Bible calls us promiscuous. I don't want God to see me that way. I don't want God to see my children, my girls that way. Then it says, for the Lord sees clearly what a man does, examining every path he takes. Man of God. An evil man is held captive by his own sins. There are ropes that catch and hold him. He will die for a lack of self-control. He will be lost because of his great foolishness. Y'all, the Bible is deep. And I know and have known people in these situations. Pray for them. We're not here to condemn anybody. I'm not here to condemn anybody. But Proverbs 5 is a part of the word. And if you listen to this podcast, we're not just talking about blessings and prosperity and, you know, the love of God. We're also talking about the God of wrath, the God of justice. 
Y'all, the word is truth. We can't pick and choose what scriptures we listen to and we like. God tells us to love what he loves and hate what he hates. And so when you listen to this, again, you're listening and and going to be exposed to all of the word, Genesis to Revelation. Now let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for today, for this is the day that you have made, and we are rejoicing, and we are glad in it. Father God, right now, if there are any immoral women on this call under the sound of my voice, God, I pray that you would deliver them now in the name of Jesus, Lord. I pray the spirit of lust would loose them, O God, and set them free in the name of Jesus, O God. God, for you said, according to your word, that all of us sin and fall short. But God, in this particular chapter, you are very specific, God. And we pray right now that we would open our ears to hear what thus says the Lord. We pray right now, O God, that you would let the word cleanse us and wash us as snow, O God, that you would create in each and every one of us the fear of the Lord. For God, your word says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. We thank you, God, for the impartation of knowledge that you are giving each and every one of us each day as we read your word. But God, we know according to your word, it's not enough to know. We pray right now for understanding, oh God. We pray right now for fresh revelation, oh God. And we pray for wisdom, wisdom on how to apply the word. And now, oh God, we lift up every man who has been caught up in this situation, every man who is caught up in this situation, every man who is thinking about, oh God, adultery, we lift them up to you right now in the name of Jesus. And we pray right now, oh God, that the spirit of lust would loose them and let them go right now in Jesus name. We pray, oh God, that disobedience, oh God, would no longer rule them, oh God, but instead obedience would rise up in them. For God, your word said that obedience is better than sacrifice. So God, we pray right now for the men who are married, oh God, who are falling into temptation, God. Lord, let them turn back to their wives. Let their wife's breast satisfy them at all times, oh God. There is no need for them to go after another woman, oh God, that is that does not belong to them. There is no need for them to go after a woman, oh God, for your word said that their wife is a fountain, a blessing to them, and that they are to rejoice in the wife of their youth. Lord, as love has been lost, we pray that you would restore it now in the name of Jesus. If love is dead, oh God, we pray right now that it would live again, oh God. Oh God, we pray right now that you would move expeditiously in married couples' lives, oh God. Do what only you can do. Let the man's heart be bound to your word, oh God, for you talk more about him than you do about her. Just like it wasn't until Adam sinned, oh God, did you did you speak? And it was because of Adam's sin, oh God. It was because of Adam's sin, oh God, that we have to deal with what we're dealing with in this world today, oh God. Let the men of God know, oh God, just like your word says, that their ways and their views are not hidden from you, Heavenly Father, that you are examining every path that they take. Lord, examine their path and lead them into the path of righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen.